Hi, and welcome back to Let's Talk Forex with Alison and Chris, as always. Uh, this week, we're talking about fundamental analysis. Uh, it's a big topic, but I think we um, cover it pretty well with some current news events that I think people find interesting. Uh, as always, uh, you can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Instagram, fxscouts.com. And if you've got any questions, just uh, send us an email to podcast at fxscouts.com. Thanks for listening. Hey, Chris. How, how are you doing today? Yeah, I'm pretty good, Alison. How are you? Yeah, I'm doing very well. So, um, in two weeks' time is our season finale. And, That's um, right. Next, yeah, next week we're going to be talking about candlesticks. And our last podcast of the season, which will be the 27th of June, if I'm not mistaken, um, mm-hmm. we'll be talking about how much money the top forex traders make, which I think will make for an interesting episode. Yeah, there's a lot of interest out there in how yeah. much money yeah, forex traders make. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I, th- I think it's so varied, and I think it's so dependent on on well on many different factors. But yeah. probably mostly, you know, how much capital you have to to start with. Indeed. Um, but today we're going to be talking about fundamental analysis, um, which is one of your favorite topics. And I know you're going to be giving us a lot of sort of live examples and current examples of how for, uh, fundamental analysis affects the forex markets. Yeah, no, Will, we're going to jump into some of the stuff that's happening this week, um, which I think are good primers for fundamental analysis. But yeah. uh, first off, so fundamental analysis is, it's one of two ways to analyze the forex markets. The other approach is technical analysis, which we've covered a lot of, we've covered a lot of recently. Um, yeah. And they're both really important when you want to study the markets. And, but forex traders, they mainly they mostly ignore fundamentals when trading uh, when trading forex, and they focus mainly on technical analysis. Um, and this is because there's a general argument that day traders or scalpers, you're only trading within a small time frame, and you don't need to worry about the fundamentals because fundamentals are, tend to impact longer term trends. And I would argue that this is incorrect for a number of reasons, which we'll come on to later. And it's really important to pay attention to these fundamental developments in the markets. Mm-hmm. Um, and they give you a really good foundation for your technical analysis. And if you don't understand the fundamentals, you're going to greatly increase your risk of loss. Because you're basically trading blind. Even if, you, even if you're an excellent uh, technical analyst, you're trading blind if you, don't, if you don't understand the fundamentals behind the market. Yeah, exactly. And, the, and there's many... Um... There's many ways to incorporate fundamental analysis even into a technical um, strategy, which is something we'll talk about just now. Um, but fundamental analysis is, if we had to define it, it's basically a way of looking at the forex market by analyzing the economic, social, and even political forces that affect currency prices. Um, and, and the core premise of fundamental analysis is that the price of an asset may differ from its real value. And um, because of this, many markets misprice an asset in the short term. Um, but fundamental analysts often say that even though the, the asset might be um, mispriced in the short term, it will always return to the correct value eventually. Um, and this is what you're talking about, Chris, that if you only understand technical analysis, but you can't, you don't understand the fundamentals behind it, you, you could come up short. Um, yeah. And the end goal of 
performing un uh, fundamental analysis is to discover the true value of the asset. Um, and then you obviously compare it to the current price and then find your trading opportunity. So yeah. by understanding fundamental analysis, then you understand whether the currency or whatever financial asset you're, you're trading is oversold or undervalued. Um, and yeah. this is something we've talked about in, in technical analysis many times before, you know, in terms of uh, various indicators that that um, provide this information. Um, but but if you don't understand the fundamentals behind it, you're going to be making the, the wrong decisions um, when you see something from a technical point of view that looks over oversold or overbought. Yeah. And it's important to know, like, the markets are always forward-looking. Um, therefore, the price you see on the chart, this already includes the available news at that time, right? It includes yeah. all, everything. Uh, however, when economic releases come out, so economic new economic data comes out, the markets will adjust uh, to the updated information. And this nicely demonstrates the key difference between fundamental and technical analysis. Forex technical analysis looks at the current price, whereas fundamental analysis looks at pretty much everything. I mean, the current price is important, but it's looking at a lot of other factors around mm -hmm. apart from that current price. And look, it may not be the best tool for a short-term trader in day-to-day -day markets, but it's really important to understand these fundamental factors and how they are analyzed. And that gives you a really good baseline um, for, as you say, like value of an asset. So you don't want to be, you don't, if you're a technical analyst, you could be really caught out if you don't, if you don't understand the fundamentals of the market when all of a sudden yeah. a, an asset returns to its correct value, its fundamental mm -hmm. value for whatever reason. Um, when you're just, if you're just looking at technical indicators. And so it's really important uh, to not be to have a good understanding of fundamental analysis, so you don't get caught out by these price movements. Yeah, and and basically, um, from a very practical standpoint, the news reports basically um, cause the movement of assets, um, and there are several economic indicators that many experts observe because they can provide guidance on the overall health of the economy. So these are the, the indicators that we're going to cover in this podcast. Um, and you can find them in different news reports and uh, news outlets. And some are released weekly, um, but mostly they're released monthly and, and some of them are released quarterly. And the best way to keep track of these news events is with an economic calendar, which is also something we've spoken about before. And this is an essential tool for fundamental analysis because it provides a daily schedule of planned economic announcements for the various economies and, and various currencies. Um, and uh, yeah, we'll, we'll put a link to our economic calendar, uh, the FX Scouts economic calendar in the, in the show notes if you're interested in having a look at an economic calendar and haven't seen how one works. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's a yeah, valuable tool, a fundamental analysis and economic calendar. But with technical analysis, so you get new data arrives every second, right, or every split second, depend, you know, depending on your chart in the form of a new price quote. Whereas fundamental indicators, as you say, are only published, um, you know, infrequently. So, if, but if an economy is forecast to be strong, it will appear as a more attractive place of foreign investment because it's more likely to produce higher returns in the financial markets. And you know, this is basically economics one hundred and one and the grounding in fundamental analysis. But unfortunately, uh, economics is not very simple, which is why you do see examples of healthy economies with weakening currencies and vice versa. Um, so currencies, they're not, they're not like stock prices, right? Uh, they're not going to directly reflect the health of a country's economy. 
and it's really important to understand also that currencies, uh, you know, they can be manipulated by policymakers. And this is um, this is kind of the point. It's something we're going to get onto uh, quite soon. And these are generally central banks around the world, which are independent bodies separate from governments that uh, that decide on on monetary policy going forward. And when these economic reports are released, uh, traders and investors look for signs of strength or weakness in these economies. So if before the news release, the market sentiment leans in one direction, then changing the price before the release is known as a priced market. And it often causes little commotion when, when the actual data is released. But when the market is unsure or the data results vary from what was anticipated, then you see severe market volatility. So this is why we always say that, um, especially beginner forex traders, are advised to stay away from trading around the news because you could obviously see huge volatility in the markets and not not be prepared for it. Um, you know, for example, today the the economic sentiment index, the ZEW, was released at at 10 a.m. this morning. And we saw huge volatility on the euro USD for a few minutes after the release. And in fact, the, the volatility is, is actually continuing now. Um, and we were seeing five to ten pip moves on, on the one minute chart um, with huge wicks, um, showing quite a lot of uncertainty. So it's it's very important that you know the traders are are very careful, and especially beginner traders, that they manage their risk around um, important news releases. Yeah, exactly. Especially if you don't understand what the news, what exactly the news, the news release signifies, it's important to stay away and wait for it to calm down a bit. Yeah. Um, but there are a few major economic data releases that really affect currency markets. Uh, they're important fundamental analysis, and these are the ones that hint towards shifts in the economic situation of a, of a country. And then those economic shifts will in turn influence the value of an economy's currency. And this is why they're important to analyze using fundamental analysis. So the f- most major one, and one that I want to talk about, is um, is interest rates. So interest rates are they're they're probably the most important uh, forex fundamental analysis uh, data indicator. So interest rates are central banks. Every every nation will have a central bank, and they create money. They print money. I mean, they don't actually print money, but they create money for, for their economies. And then this money is then borrowed uh, by private banks or anybody in a private uh, financial system. And the percentage that private banks pay central banks for borrowing uh, that money is called a base or a nominal interest rate. So when you hear the phrase interest rates, that's what people are referring to is this concept. It's basically the price of borrowing money, the cost uh, of borrowing money. So, and the great thing about interest rates is that they can be manipulated by these central banks. They can be changed. They can be altered. And this is a huge tool uh, for monetary or fiscal policy. And it's probably the primary function of the central bank. This is because interest rates are a great level of the economy. So interest rates are perhaps, yeah, as I said, they're probably the most important factor uh, in influencing carry value. And they have a huge impact on inflation. They'll have a huge impact on investment, trade, production, and um, employment. And they're very much in the news now, Alison, um, uh, as we've been seeing recently. Um, we know uh, it's really, and they're tied very closely to inflationary pressure at the moment. And it's something that we want to, I want to cover in more detail um, because we've got three major fundamental uh, events happening this week. The yeah. first is the inflation data out of the, out of the United States. As you know, I think uh, everybody listening to this, the world is in grip of uh, inflationary crisis at the moment um pretty much every country in south africa included i think has uh 
is it has a very high inflation rate. So how how do governments? I mean, the the their biggest impetus then is to curb inflation, obviously. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. How is interest related to to inflation? Like, I mean, what what? Do, how does interest reduce inflation? Yeah, what so inflation mean? is inflation is is a dangerous, dangerous thing. As you've seen, you know, you probably you're. Um, I think we're both old enough to remember Zimbabwe hyperinflation in the '90s, but also you can just look at Argentina over the last few years uh, when runaway inflation, how much you can damage your economy. You get to a point where yeah. wage growth spirals uh, to try and keep up with price costs. And then you get to a point where wage wage prices can no longer wage costs can no longer keep up with prices, and everybody is just getting poorer and poorer and poorer all the time. And you have inflation running anywhere from fifty to sixty, eighty percent. And this is what um, pretty much every government of the world right now is trying to avoid when we talk about inflation. It's why it's really important to get inflation under control, and interest rates are the major tool to do that. So what we're looking at here today is that when the U.S. inflation figures are coming out today, the forecast is a 5.3% inflation rate. Uh, Previously, it was 5.5%. Now, if it comes in higher than that, then what we're going to see is we're going to see a knock-on effect is the U.S. dollar is going to go up. And why is that going to happen? Because that means that tomorrow, which is the other major event we've got on the calendar this week, we've got the federal Reserve Bank, which is the central bank of the United States, is going to decide on interest rates. And if they see that inflation is increasing in the United States, they're going to want to raise interest rates. They want to reduce, they want to make it more expensive to borrow money. They're trying to cool down the economy. And if they raise interest rates, that makes the US dollar a more attractive place for investors mm-hmm. because you can be, means you can make more money when you're lending US dollars. So the inflation rate today is probably going to have a knock-on effect to the federal bank's decision tomorrow on interest rates, and that, in turn, is going to affect the price of the U.S. dollar. So if we see, so the forecast today is for inflation to come in slightly lower than last month at 5.3%. If we see it come in higher than that, then we're going to see um, the euro USD is going to collapse. They're not going to necessarily collapse, but it's going to have a serious downturn. And we're going to see the DXY, the the dollar index, generally is going to go up against pretty much every currency worldwide because this is an unexpected move. And it was just what you're talking about just now. It's going to be incredibly volatile and um, and it's an unexpected result. Um, but then what does the... Yeah, go on. I was going to say, but but then we've got the ECB rate decision uh, coming and in then we, on Thursday. So mm-hmm. so what, what would that do to the EuroUSD? And what, what do you think is going to happen with that decision? Yeah, so then we have the ECB rate decision on Thursday this week. And that's an interesting one because it is pretty much a given. The market has priced in that the ECB, the European Central Bank, are going to raise interest rates by 2.25%. And everybody knows that. The ECB has said that. And everybody's priced that in. And that's so really is not going to have a huge effect on the market. Um, whereas tomorrow, the, uh, the Federal Reserve's decision tomorrow... Right now, the markets have got a 75% priced in that the Federal Reserve is going to pause. They're not going to change interest rates because they are too, they're concerned that they've been raising interest rates too fast and they might be pushing the United States into a recession. And, if they, and so if they keep on pushing interest rates higher, they, they're raising the risk of, of a recession in the United States. But this isn't a given at all. This is not a given at all. If we see inflation is still going too high, 
in the United States, then the Federal Reserve still might raise interest rates tomorrow. And this is where you create this uncertainty in the market. And it's very interesting right now for a fundamental analysis, the Forex market at the moment, especially the Euro USD, because we as Forex traders are going week on week on week. Um, there's not much certainty in the market. And this is because the central banks are in a purely reactive mode. They don't know uh, the actual health of their economy. The Federal Reserve in the United States right now is walking a tightrope between this inflationary pressure that they're really trying to avoid and at the same time this recessionary risk, which they're also trying to avoid. They don't want to go, they don't want to slip into too much inflation. They don't want to slip into a recession. And so every week they are looking at the data and they make their decisions based on this data, which means us as forex traders, we are just left with this incredible uncertainty of, of where the markets can go next. And so we're as reactive as, uh, as the central banks are. So you can see there's this really complex interplay between the inflation, between inflationary figures and uh, interest rates and the price of the currency. And I thought it was just a really interesting time to talk about it right now. Exactly. But also, just how the two currencies, because they're a pair, um, you can't just look at one currency and what's happening in that economy. Or, I mean, the USD is slightly different because it is a safe haven uh, currency as well. Um, but you've also got you've got to look at at the euro and um, and what's what's impacting that currency and the economies surrounding it um, before you can make a decision. So it's it's actually much more complex than yeah than simply looking at one factor or another. Um, there's yeah. a complex and I think, there. And as you say, mm-hmm. like the charts that yeah, I mean the charts are all over the place at the moment. It's very difficult to know where things are going. You know. Yeah, and you can see the EURUSD EURUSD is kind of sitting in a holding pattern. I mean, we got this uh, the US inflation data will be coming out two hours from now, and we're going to stay in this holding pattern now until that data is released. We're probably going to see a lot of volatility when that uh, when that data is released. Um, where and if it comes in higher or lower than forecast. We're going to see a huge. We're going to see a huge shifts in price movement, um, and then it will drop back into a holding pattern until tomorrow, when we'll get the federal interest rate decision, the Federal Reserve's interest rate decision, and then we're going to see even more volatility again, based off the back of that, whatever that is, and uh, yeah, and this is and th- and it, and it is. It's this really complex interplay, and frankly, it's probably a lot of the reason why a lot of forex traders prefer to ignore fundamental analysis yeah. and stick to technical analysis because. <laughs> It's unpredictable. Um, it's is a bit of it's you know it's as much of an art as it is a science. Uh, fundamental yeah. analysis and it requires a broad it requires a really broad knowledge of economics, um, which uh, which cannot be it's not always the easiest thing to pick up overnight. No. But th- this is just the most basic. This is most basic facts of fundamental analysis. I mean, there's also yeah. there's also political factors. Um, that that will affect fundamental analysis. I mean, the most the most famous yeah, one, like, um, yeah, yeah. That's what I was going to say. Like like we saw in um, in Britain very recently. Yeah, exactly. When when last year when they voted in um, the Tory party selected Liz Truss to be the prime minister, and <laughs> she turned around and delivered a budget uh, that had all these uh, tax cuts for the wealthy in it, but the markets looked at the tax cuts and said, "Hold on, you can't afford these tax cuts." And the yeah. pound collapsed and the British economy went into a spiral. And mm-hmm. Liz Truss was ejected from office within, I think, about 30 days as a result of this. <laughs> um, so so you, can, you can have these major political events, but then you can also have, look, natural, natural disasters um, uh, can also seriously affect uh, currency markets. So earthquakes, uh, storms, hurricanes, um, yeah. all, of these, all of these things. 
COVID, oh, indeed, COVID, exactly, famously, um, will have serious effects, and not just in the forex market, on all markets. No. And um, mm. and so whatever your, uh, whichever market you're, you're doing, I mean, we're talking specifically here about forex, um, so you can plan with an economic calendar, you can plan for interest rate releases, you can plan for sentiment data, you can plan for major speeches given by, um, given by members of uh, central banks that give you some kind of guidance on what they're thinking about in terms of monetary policy. Um, but you can't plan for everything. And a lot of things wow. won't show up on your economic calendar. And, yeah. and as a, going back to the original discussion here, which is about the value of a, of a currency. Um, so don't be, so it's really important for people who use technical day-to-day analysis to be, even if you don't, um, you don't un- want to know, you don't need to understand the exact detail of what's happening uh, with whatever, whatever fundamental risks are coming up. You just need to be aware of them. So if you, and if you don't understand it, then you can just skip out of the market for a second and mm. <laughs> don't trade, wait for the volatility to die down and then come back in um, is yeah, my recommendation. And, and- and another another thing is to practice good risk risk management. Um, you know, set your stops, take profits. Absolutely. I know we we bang on about this all the time, but it really is important because if you don't understand the fundamentals and what what could be lying around the corner, um, you could be in serious trouble. Yeah, I don't know if there's anything else you you think is necessary to talk about now. No, I think I think look, I mean, there's uh, economics is a very very large subject, yeah. <laughs> and. Um, you can talk about uh, there's so many different things that affect fundamental analysis, and we've but we've covered I think look, interest rates and inflation, especially currently right now, and the interplay between them, uh, they're what's they're driving the forex markets right now, and so it's really important yeah. for our listeners to understand those two things. And the more you learn, as with all everything in forex trading, the more you know, the better forex trader you will be. Yeah. And sign up to different newsletters from um, you know whether it's brokers who have sort of fundamental releases or. Um, you know, different different websites that do that. You, you'll you'll start to understand the the different terms um, and the different releases and what it means. Um, and especially after listening to to a podcast like this, where we've spoken about um, what they are and um, also given real life examples, uh, the terms will start to make sense. Um, so I think I think that's also maybe a good way to start to to understand what's going on. Yeah. Yeah, they can be. They're, yeah, they're good. There's a lot of, there's a lot of good uh, fundamental analysis out there. It gives you a sense of what's going on. Yeah. So next week, we're going to be talking about candlesticks um, mm-hmm. and, and basically how to read them and, um, and how they can be useful, um, useful indicators uh, for, for trading. Yeah, no, they are. They're uh, very cool inventions, candlesticks. I'm looking forward to talking about that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they're amazing. Yeah, I, I really enjoy. I really enjoy the topic. Cool. Nice. All right. Well, I look forward to speaking to you next week, Alison. Sounds great. Thanks, Chris. Bye. Bye.